What's up, y'all? I really do appreciate it being patient with me. Um, I've been trying to upload these episodes, but I have so many more episodes that I've been doing where I've been video recording them. So I have not been able to upload the uh, audio interviews. And so far, today is December 12th, 2022, and I have 98 interviews on the board. I have another one, two, three, four, five, six of them I got to interview, uh, six of them I got to edit. But y'all gonna love this interview. I did it back in the summertime with an artist, uh, uh, Lissa, who also goes by her old name, Iggy. She's very dope and talented. I even have samples of her music, so throughout the interview, you'll be able to hear it when it goes to that break. But thank you for being patient with me. I appreciate y'all tuning in and supporting and eventually I'll have the video side released to uh, Spotify and any other platform that will support the video format as well. But I really do appreciate y'all. And if you have not, go ahead and download that Bank That Radio Show app because in 2023, we're going to have exclusive content on it. And you're going to want to be a member and subscribe. Appreciate y'all. Captain, so of course, you know, I'm gonna make sure that you get a lot of love and that, yeah. you know, I make sure that you get um, these songs and, you know, I make sure you get everything you need cleaned. I'll do some drops for you. I'm a signing on the city lights. All this thought around me, then look, I got it right. Don't you try to hit me now, you live a petty life. All those nights I laid awake, I pray for better life. Now I wake up with a body like I said I might. This is better life, you never try, I bet it right. This is better life, you never try, I bet it right. You can start this way you up because you never tried. Want a better life, I had a time, I bet it right. Yeah, I just took a test and yeah, let me write. Uh, I just took a test and yeah, I rolled the dice. Yeah, women, I'll be bad because the folk was nice. But yeah, I must admit that this ain't overnight. I just hit the double with the jackpot. I'm in the stardust in New England, but I'm dying Ask a favor what a shout out to gas me Really they ain't take a risk but want the outcome Then asking how go I'm a signing on the city lights All this thought around me then but look I got it right Don't you try to hit me now you live a petty life All those nights I lay awake I pray for better life Now I wake up with a body like I said I might This is better life you never try I bet it right This is better life you never try I bet it right You mistook this where you at because you never tried I call the shots, I never call it quits Trust my intuition, bet it's right and bitch it often is Seen too many others come and go, they had the wrong intent Do it out of love and never for it, then I watch it get Bigger than expected, don't second guess it, I let it set it It's God's plan, we out here only accepting blessings I'm stuck with it, this mindset is terminal In and out different terminals, leveling up is personal And I already made it, y'all can miss me I smack my girl's ass, Alright y'all, tune in for another episode of Bank Dot Radio Show. I'm your host Andreas, and as you see, we have a special guest in the building. Just trying to get rid of these freaking ants. But uh <laughs> they floating. <laughs> what did what did you say that the was it Iggy or EG. EG, sorry, EG. That's the uh other pseudonym. It is, but uh, previously they know me as Lissa Louis. Yeah, Lissa. Lissa. Um Part of one third, uh, the group who were assigned to uh, Mazay Entertainment back in the day. Um, fresh out of here, making Georgia. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, first uh, solo interview. So, I it appreciate is. that. It you is. Know what I'm saying? You didn't have to come here, you know. <laughs> Even though you were like, you were like a little set up by, by Sloan. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, Sloan set me up, but it, it was a good cool. setup. It was a good setup, though. Good setup. I, I, I definitely enjoyed that conversation we had last week. Um, so, you know, let's get into it for other people who will, you know, start learning about your professional career. Um, so, y'all was out here killing it on the scene as far as performances and stuff, winning all these showcases or open mics or however you would like to call them, these platforms. Yeah. So then the situation comes along where um, different industry people are taking notice. Oh, yeah. Big um, names. Big names. Everywhere. Breaking stages, literally. We were yeah. literally breaking stages. Yeah, I, I, I remember this whole uh, just keep. I kept hearing about one third, one third, one third, one third. 
Um, so y'all signed with uh, Bizet Entertainment and that's the uh, entertainment uh, management. Yep, with Deborah um, Andy. Yeah, Marco Flacco's mom. Yep. Um, so what attracted y'all to that particular um, situation as opposed to any other situation? The energy matched. Okay. One thing about us, including myself, is that we're just full of energy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the time, you know, you know, the dress slinging, that was all examples of like mm -hmm. artists really just letting go. Mm -hmm. You know, and for us, when you come from making, you know, we embodied that. Yeah. that need to let the negative energy go mm -hmm. and so when we stepped foot on stage that energy showed it was like a light switch you know and with um the artist that deb had on her platform at the mm -hmm. time you who, know now, uh, who did she have on at the time yo was it's, it was it was obviously one third we mm -hmm. had a uh, flop mm -hmm. um you had oj you had cartier okay. nino cahoots uh who the mm -hmm. kid French Montana at the time. Oh, so y'all was like there when it was like really. Oh yeah. There with all oh, these. Yeah. Okay, that's we what's were up. all on the same tour bus getting it in, or you know at least sharing some of the you know same stages mm -hmm. and supporting each other even at their personal events. Mm -hmm. Like Ko, you know, RP to him. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we all were there together, and mm -hmm. everyone's energy. Tavori, she she was dope. She was more of an RV artist, but everyone came with a high level of energy. Mm -hmm. When we when when Maze stepped into the building, mm -hmm. one third just we just fit right into that crew. Mm -hmm. uh, we just brought a different, uh, obviously a different swag. We were the youngest. We were the babies. Everybody called us mm -hmm. the babies at the time. I mean, we were in high school, yeah, and maybe even coming out of high school for for most of that. And mm -hmm. you know, everyone else was like older, experienced in the industry as well. But the mm -hmm. energy was unmatched, yeah, and so it was just a good fit. Let alone out there. So how was it? Um because I imagine at the time, were y'all legally 18 years old? Or all of y'all were at least around that age? Or did nope. y'all have to have parents sign off on the contract as well? Oh yeah, parents were, parents were really involved. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes too involved. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, there were moments where we maybe felt they should have been more involved. Because um, mm -hmm. again, we were very young and inexperienced and our parents, you know, it's not like they had mm -hmm. kids before us who had been in this industry before. so. Mm -hmm. We were learning together, yeah. despite age. Like we were legit learning together, mm -hmm. everything about this industry and trying to make the best decisions for us, mm -hmm. um, for our future careers, and for mm -hmm. our families. Uh, but we were right at like 18, 19. Mm -hmm. um, Forrest is the oldest. I was the middle. Mm -hmm. CJ is the baby. Yeah. Um, but he was always like big brother to me. So it was just kind of one of those things. You know, we we kind of played off of that. Sometimes I was big sis. Sometimes mm -hmm. Forrest was big brother. But. Um, Vars and I were in the same grade. Uh, uh, CJ was just one below us at the time. Mm -hmm. um, but there were times in our career where we had to get in the clubs mm -hmm. and then go out <laughs> immediately yeah, because yeah. we could not. We were not eighteen. Yeah. That's before Mize. Okay. Um, you know, we were performing well before then, mm -hmm. but we were used to it back when the dirty iguana and the rock mm -hmm. was popping. You know, we we had to slide in there, slide out, go to school the next day, catch mm -hmm. the bus. We had some nights where we literally get off from a show mm -hmm. and literally the same clothes <laughs> and yeah. go straight to school. Um, but it was fun. It was yeah. fun. We didn't go to the same school that helped mm -hmm. penetrate a lot mm -hmm. with our career. And, mm -hmm. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. This was it. So, um, what what was the mindset of like you know your parents or um, your situation individually as far as getting signed? Because you know that's new, right? There's no blueprint for that. It isn't. Um, and then even from a parent's perspective, of course, you know, parents want to protect and all that. But then now people understand the music business a whole lot more. But look what all the artists had to go through to be able to get to that point of understanding. Now, and I'm talking about decades of decades of, you know, contracts and stuff getting leaked or even just talking about certain stuff. Right. So was your situation where, you know what I'm saying, your parents like, you know, a little hesitant if you actually sign in or were they very encouraging or... It was a mix. Okay. Um, our parents, they, they kept a close relationship through the process mm -hmm. as much as they could. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we they tried to, like, get out and get information from different lawyers, but it's just hard to trust, right? Because at the end of the day, these are your kids, and mm -hmm. you don't want anyone to take advantage of them. Yeah. It was kind of inevitable. You know, we ran into some really shady mm -hmm. <laughs> situations with, with just not just promoters, DJs, management, you know, mm -hmm. some stuff was just kind of very unclear. Mm -hmm. And to this day, some stuff is still unanswered, you know, for our, okay. for our career, career together. And did you uh, happen, do you care to speak on it or do you just want to leave it in the past? You know, I'm not afraid to speak on it. It's okay. one of those things where, you know, I think, you know, making, 
mm-hmm. deserves to to kind of know our perspective on it. Okay. Um, you know, we recorded music, we have music together that mm-hmm. even we don't have yeah. because of our, our lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were young and we saw it just living our life. Yo, we, like, we're just yeah, having exactly. fun. We yeah, were, we yeah. live legit love music. Yeah. And we were just having fun. And we didn't expect, you know, we trusted everybody. When you're mm-hmm. young and you're in the industry and you own this tour and mm-hmm. in this show and doing this cameo or mm-hmm. in this studio, you know, mm-hmm. shaking hands with these many people. Mm-hmm. All you're doing in a moment is like yeah, living yeah, in you, that. Yeah, exactly. I can yeah. imagine there's so much newness yeah. that you're being exposed to. Yeah. And like, these are the people that you see on TV and yeah. All that, so you're like you're but, a little starstruck, and yeah. you know, you're, it's uh, still like unsurreal moments. It is, it is, and I and I do think that there were a lot of people that really did try their best to have our best interests. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, I, I know that at one point, Mr. Trace had our best interests. I can speak on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a fact, Deb had her, you know, best interests, especially mm-hmm. in what I went through personally. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's kind of probably questioning you know, my switch over and mm-hmm. my image and how that mm-hmm. affected the group and mm-hmm. what does it mean for Melissa Smith personally. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I know that at that moment in time in the industry, Dill mm-hmm. was only trying to protect us yeah, and protect me. So, cause I was still young and mm-hmm. my brothers deserved to have a chance. And so, yeah. you know, and our parents did the same thing. They wanted us to experience something mm-hmm. that they never, maybe they even never thought that we accomplished. Yeah. And they saw the brightness in our eyes and they saw our want to do it. Yeah. I was a schoolhead. Yeah. I was a nerd. I'll tell you straight up. Yeah. You know, my mother and my dad were big on school. My grandparents, you know, their whole thing was you're going to college. Mm-hmm. Right? You're going to get out of here. You're going to go to college. My mother has been mm-hmm. a single parent mother. She's worked my whole life. Mm-hmm. And she was just always big on no matter what you do, mm-hmm. put your best foot forward. Yeah. Take care of what takes care of you. She hears yeah. me say that. There you go, mom. Yeah. Take care of what takes take care, care of you. And like I don't think I don't even think she knew that music mm-hmm. is what I was gonna think was gonna take care of me. So she mm-hmm. went with it. Mm-hmm. You know, she was supportive. But um, mm-hmm. it was funny. She actually, in like the contract or per the agreement, mm-hmm. um, my mother was big on me at least finishing two years. And okay. there was a period where Deb had me traveling to Macon mm-hmm. to go to Macon State to finish classes so I would come mm-hmm. and get driven mm-hmm. to class mm-hmm. at Macon State in Macon mm-hmm. here and then I'd go right back to Atlanta and I'd pick mm-hmm. up wherever the boys were mm-hmm. rehearsal studio yeah. session if we were writing on a song I'd make sure it was written on the road mm-hmm. and I would go right into mm-hmm. you know wherever our regular schedule was yeah. but the good thing is she made it out to where it's not any of us never missed out yeah. It was just okay. Well, if she's got school Mondays and or Tuesdays and Thursdays, mm-hmm. then we know from eight mm-hmm. to one, one thirty can't do much. Yeah. S- similar to making to go to school. Mm-hmm. As we progressed in it, obviously that didn't last too long because it mm-hmm. just got really deep and our momentum mm-hmm. was picking up so fast mm-hmm. that it was um it was hard to keep that. Yeah, keep logistically that, that would have been very uh, hard. So how long were y'all officially signed to uh, management? To management with mm-hmm. Mizay. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it was about three. I want to give it three years. Okay. So wanna, that, that's the only management y'all had? B- before we were managed, uh, we had, I don't know if you guys remember, you guys remember Platinum Radio or Platinum TV? Yeah, I vaguely remember. You know, I'm not from Macon, but I okay. do remember hearing about that though. Okay. So um, Platinum was actually a studio that was open downtown, Macon, on 2nd okay. Street. Oh, okay, 2nd Street. Street. Right okay. across from the Cox. Okay. Well, we gotcha, recorded the first gotcha, video, gotcha. which uh-huh. is, uh, if you watch that YouTube, um, on YouTube, there's a video about the day we were doing the video and we mm-hmm. were on the corner and we were talking about how just across the street, mm-hmm. you know, we recorded and really that's where one third was created. That's mm-hmm. when we, we found ourselves okay. and found each other, honestly, yeah. and our friendship just grew out of right in that downtown area back mm-hmm. when first Fridays where they would block out the streets. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone remembers that, but they would block out the streets and like, you know, people would be on the corners and there were ice cream shops and food trucks and people just walking, playing the guitars and mm-hmm. we would just get a corner or go to the studio and record. Um, but there was a, the Platinum was our, was our management prior to that. And they opened mm-hmm. up a lot of doors for us as well, helped us try to find our way and find our voice. Mm-hmm. Cause there is some information that I learned even at that time mm-hmm. that I go back to, to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, that at the time I didn't get because I'm young and hard-headed mm-hmm. yeah. and a little selfish. Yeah, 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 <laughs> but yeah. as I as I grew um, as an artist, mm-hmm. even as a solo artist now, mm-hmm. um, I've learned to kind of pace myself and mm-hmm. allow 
the things that come in my head, lyrics, rhymes, lines, mm -hmm. to take their time throughout your songs. You don't mm -hmm. have to try to compile everything into one verse. But when you're young and you're a lyricist, yeah. it doesn't, you're learning the world as you're saying it at the time. Mm -hmm. Like a lot's come into fruitation. So you mm -hmm. tend to try to like go super lyrical or like, like super deep mm -hmm. in one verse instead of just letting the song have mm -hmm. its theme and let a song mm -hmm. have its idea and it's, yeah. You know, let it have its mantra. And so I've learned that now. But I learned mm -hmm. that with our previous management when they would be like, Lisa, dumb it down some. Yeah, yeah, At the yeah. time, I was defensive. Like, yeah, yeah. what do you mean dumb it down? You want me to dumb it down? I ain't yeah. dumbing nothing down, you know? <laughs> I'm not going to dumb nothing down for y'all. What do you mean? Like, I'm, I'm going to rap, you know? Yeah. Not realizing what they were really saying is like, music takes its time. It does. It really does. Yeah. Um, okay, so y'all go through this whole uh, period of a few years. Um, you're on the road, you've been exposed to all these different territories and stuff like that. What, um, during that time, what's like the best things that you're experiencing and what are some things that you learned about the industry that you didn't uh, necessarily uh, know prior to getting into it or that you didn't like really like? Interesting. One thing I think we learned or that I learned was just how involved A&Rs are. Yeah. <laughs> One third grade. We wrote our I own hooks. It. We wrote our own verses. Uh -huh. We put together our own bridges. We picked our own beats. Uh -huh. And a lot of artists, you know, who have these hit songs or a lot of these artists, you know, it takes a team. And mm -hmm. Now I pay attention on Apple Music. When you go to the bottom, it says written by, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, produced by, things mm -hmm. like that. You start to realize that there's a, sometimes for a lot of these artists, they need multiple ears mm -hmm. and say-sos in the music to create the song you want. Mm -hmm. And at the time, when third didn't know of that thing. But luckily enough, we were blessed with a guy named Serge, mm -hmm. um, who was awesome, who helped us try to like create even bigger songs. And at the time, we didn't realize that we could. But and he didn't have impact like that. He would just like give little pointers here and there, you know. And it's just like, mm -hmm. oh snap. Okay, think big. So he taught us how to think bigger. Mm -hmm. um, you know. So that's one thing I think that I learned. Um, also, the industry is really small. Mm -hmm. We traveled to California at one point. We did a, a photo shoot at the time with who was um, Young Money's like top photographer at the time, I believe. Mm -hmm. And they invited us out to Malibu, and we stayed there with the whole entire Mizay family. It was mm -hmm. mad dope. Had a ton of fun, and mm -hmm. all of us got a photo shoot with this particular photographer who was associated with this family. And mm -hmm. you know, so you realize just how small you know mm -hmm. the industry really is. It is. Um, and, and all it takes is for you to just have a good face, you know, and kind of stay out of negativity as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And keep your face clean, your face card good with people, because you yeah. never know when you're going to cycle back around and meet them again. Mm -hmm. um, that was also the first experience we had performing at an actual label. Mm -hmm. We had the opportunity to perform at a label. Um, one of the people that I remember was Memphis. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people remember him. Um, mm -hmm. He was one of those guys at the table. Also, Justin Bieber's DJ. Mm -hmm. We met him um, while we were floating that, that same label at the time. Mm -hmm. And literally, it was like, it was like, it's way different than what you get now. You can get on social media now and promote yourself. Yeah. You can pretty much create your own fan base. You know, you have mm -hmm. all these avenues to do so. But at the time, it was all about getting to that table. Mm hmm getting in front of those people and at those labels and you had one shot mm -hmm. and you would perform two, three songs mm -hmm. and they literally dismiss you from the room and you sit outside mm -hmm. and you wait for them to make a decision mm -hmm. on whether you are what they call lit or not. And so that was different. It was mm -hmm. new and we were all anxious. I'm talking about, oh, we were sitting outside anxious, but yeah. we were looking at the walls and seeing all the different artists who had come through, looking at the elevator, not knowing mm -hmm. who finna come through. You know, we still mm -hmm. young. Um, but we, I don't think that at the time we even knew that that was a component involved, like mm -hmm. just taking it to that table. Yeah, it's a process. Yeah. Um, so with it, because, uh, you know, as we having this conversation, you know, questions just... All good. Shoot them to me. Shoot them to me. All right. <laughs> so um, I would look at that as a good and bad thing, right? I would say it's great because you really get to understand how talent is really curated. Um... But it's bad because it's a uh, it's a process and it's a phone system. Mm -hmm. But when you flip it with the social media, because everyone has access now, right, mm -hmm. to create a fan base, but they're not necessarily created or curated at the level 
that they should be prior to coming out on social media. Facts. See, see, you, see, Facts. you see where they are. I'm going with this. Facts. The fact that we have instant access to be able to deliver stuff doesn't necessarily mean if you went in the studio and recorded this one song, this one song doesn't mean that it's needed to be put out there for people to hear and to try to consume or even put it out as a teaser or whatever because it might not be up to par, but because you have us as individuals and everything have access to be able to do that, we don't think about what it takes to really get to a person who gets signed, right? Right. For someone to want to invest in you, and I'm like, that's, I already, you know, I already know the numbers and stuff like that, but that's hundreds of thousands of dollars, sometimes millions, depending on what the situation is at play. That's a lot of money to want to try to have to flip back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and that scene that y'all had potential, that y'all was already out here grinding prior to, you know what I'm saying, doing that. And I think um, social media has, that that's a downfall to that. And there's no curating the craft level to where, you know what I'm saying, it takes it from just being here to like up here so it can go to there. Um, they're just coming out the gate or whatever and they're like down here or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, uh. Yeah. Freedom can hurt you. Mm -hmm. and freedom can help and can help you yeah and that's how I look at it um, you know as as artists now there's a lot of freedom mm -hmm. and I think that what happens to a lot of artists is they initially just kind of get out there you never know when that thing's gonna pop mm -hmm. and whatever image or whatever message you're putting out there at that moment mm -hmm. artists tend to have to be forced to follow that mm -hmm. you know um, you know, I've got a sense of what that's like on the bad side. <laughs> you yeah. know, when you when you have to like control what you're putting out there to people. Mm -hmm. You know, um, people who know me. I mean, this is obviously a hometown interview. You know? mm -hmm. People who know me know that. You know, what y'all saw, big picture of Melissa and one third. Mm -hmm. This is a great example of that. Is not who everyone knew Melissa to be. Mm -hmm. And to some people that brought a big question mark or like that emoji that gives you the side eye. Mm -hmm. Let's just say I got a lot of like, oh my God, you bad. Mm -hmm. Girl, you, you know, you're beautiful. And then mm -hmm. I got a lot of what in mm -hmm. the world is she doing? Mm -hmm. I ain't rocking with that because mm -hmm. that ain't Lissa. Mm -hmm. And everyone who knew that knew it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. But like what we're talking about is there's, there's this thing called controlled substance. Mm -hmm. And at the time, the industry had a lot of control over the image of what hip hop looked like. Yeah. They controlled a lot about, you know, what was considered a hit or not. Mm -hmm. The streams didn't control that. Yeah. The machines did. Mm -hmm. um, they controlled what they considered sexy mm -hmm. looked like. And they controlled what masculine looked mm -hmm. like. And if you were R and B, there was a certain looking R and B artist had to have. Mm -hmm. If you were a woman female artist there was mm -hmm. an image that you had to have and they weren't accepting anything else. Mm -hmm. If I was a solo artist at the time, I would have walked away. Yeah. But it would have been really, really selfish of me and unloyal of me yeah. to have walked away from this opportunity based off of a decision that was like my opinion about womanhood at the time. Mm -hmm. And I looked at my brothers and I, and I saw their families and I saw, you know, their now wives and kids. And mm -hmm. if I hadn't made that decision, like the labels wanted me to make, mm -hmm. we wouldn't have gotten anywhere past probably Deb. Yeah, we wouldn't have probably even got a chance to sign with Deb because that mm -hmm. was kind of the biggest thing was, mm -hmm. you know, hey, they're not ready for MA now. Mm -hmm. You know, they weren't ready for that masculine female rap artist at the time, and mm -hmm. so I, you know, that's just like an example of what I've gone through personally, what I've experienced in the industry, and how yeah. they control even down to your look and. You know, you got to do this in order to move forward. Yay, food! Thank you, Rayo. You get out for yourself? I did this in the car. Oh, okay. The kids have started getting me say mommy crap again. <laughs> oh, you know. oh, and the guy didn't give me a straw. That's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Water is in the fridge. Yeah. If you don't want to, you want to water, you might want to. You sure? Because they kind of froze, so <laughs> I, might, I might get one. We just got to the good part, actually. Got to, we get, you You gave us a great segue. All good, all good. Hold super frozen. Oh, he, no, she wasn't playing. They were like legit frozen right now. Oh, wow. Take one out of the thought for a second. <laughs> I also got, uh, 
body armor if you want that. Oh yeah, that's probably this. It's not a lot of carbon there. Oh, you pull out one of those water. That's it for right now. Yeah. Yeah, that, that thing's super frozen. Oh yeah, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I ain't, I ain't had too much carb today. It'll be all right. Oh, um, but yeah, go ahead. Oh no, no, I, I definitely get there now. Um, I think you know, it, it takes uh, people like yourself to reach a level of success for people to really understand what's all at stake, um, all the very moving points and stuff. You know, I, I try to educate people on it a long time ago, which oh, it, it gets sometimes deep. it falls on deaf deaf ears, um, and then also just the. Uh, level of commitment that you have to have to achieve like you know what I'm saying success like that oh yeah um I definitely want you to like you know speak a little bit on that because I see it all the time I've been seeing it for the last let's see I came back to making I think 2010 2011 somewhere around there so it's going on 10 plus years now that I've been back and I say this all the time you know for people to want to achieve a certain level of success like that, to be able, this is what you're focusing on full time. Right. You know, you got to be able to commit to it. Like yes. it's, you know what I'm saying? Like there's nothing else. It's just like, you know, some, some saying that somebody wants to make it to the NBA. You got to be able to commit to that process and have that uh, dedication. Um, I imagine that's the same. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I went to etiquette classes. Miss <laughs> Dale came up with etiquette classes. I had to learn how to put makeup on. I'm like, man, you know, mm -hmm. lucky enough at the time, obviously, it was a woman in my life. So, mm -hmm. you know, I was able to easily kind of like show me mm -hmm. what I'm supposed to do right now, yeah. you know. And um, But I picked it up quick. Um, working out was a big thing. You know, mm -hmm. we, we had a workout schedule. We had to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. the boys, she had the boys in the gym heavy. Mm -hmm. She had those guys. She had me running. For me, it was stamina, mm -hmm. keeping my body right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. We did vocal lessons mm -hmm. with Jan Smith. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen, try and find. You try finding a female rap artist who don't know how to sing and put her in front of Jan Smith and ask her to hold a note. <laughs> I mean, we would be in there. I mean, but she made it fun, you know. And we'd mm -hmm. laugh, including Boris. He always wanted to sing, you know. So it was just like, you know, the mm -hmm. only person who shined in that round was CJ. He has a beautiful voice. And yeah. He, um, you know, he, he helped us a lot, but mm. you had two rappers in the group looking at each other like, yeah, we not really hit this note, but she helped us learn about vocal cords. Mm. So you have to learn a lot about your voice and your pitch. Mm. I tend to have high peaks when I rap. My producer, shout out to Jay Neutron, he heard that early on. Mm -hmm. He used to be like, man, it's such a high, you know, high pitch. And it was hard. We were trying to mix my stuff. And I'm like, I don't, you know, mm -hmm. they're men. They've never had to, you know, yeah. mix a female voice. It was those type of challenges. But um you know vocal lessons uh, i mean i had days where she'd have me walk up and down the steps in heels because i had never worn heels before mm -hmm. you know but you have to dedicate yourself like when we stayed up there i would get up work out mm -hmm. there was one i mean it was it was days when, i mean five o'clock in the morning six o'clock in the morning but it'd get up and get on it and we were on set schedules mm -hmm. there's no place no joke you miss this flight you want to yeah you know you you can't you can't afford it time is money Mm -hmm. Don't miss any flights. Mm -hmm. Don't have too much fun the night before. Mm -hmm. Get your rest. Mm -hmm. uh, we 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 you know usually kept a lot of water around us. Mm -hmm. um, even in the music process, like to this day, just your ear and how you hear beats. Because mm -hmm. everyone can come to you and say, "I make beats. Mm -hmm. I produce." Mm -hmm. In the real world, there's a big difference mm -hmm. oh, yeah, between the two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people don't, don't There's a get beat that. maker and then there's a producer. And there's a producer. A producer is a director when you're in the studio right. to help bring the song out. Yes. And to get you to do different things to make the song better. Yes. A beat maker is just somebody who just laid down a good, you know, track rec, uh, tracks and everything and, you know, put it together as far as production and just right. sent it on. They have no nothing else. That's where it stops. Um, and there's a lot of beat makers who call themselves producers, so you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, you have to be humble yeah, though. Yeah, you gotta be yeah. humble because there are gonna be times in your career where people mm -hmm. gonna tell you no. Like there's been so many songs, even some of my most current songs, you know, mm -hmm. I make, and you really might be the only one that likes it. You have to be prepared to hear no. Mm -hmm. And I think when we saw the dev at the time, that might have been like our first time really hearing like, nah, you know, and she would always give this real weird stern look that's kind of put a little bit of weirdness in you, like, mm -hmm. like, man, is she going to like this or not, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, at the end of the day, she would or she wouldn't. But, you know, you have to be prepared to hear no, because as an artist, you're going to love everything you create. Mm -hmm. um, 
but you gotta realize that your audience mm-hmm. is almost just as important. Yeah. And you have to think about what what your music is saying to them. Mm-hmm. What environment are you putting them in? What mood are you putting them in? Mm-hmm. What are you telling them? What are the messages that you're sending out to them? And so there were moments where we looked at it for the energy. You know, is this a you know relationship song or hip hop club? You know, is this you know dirty south? Is it giving mm-hmm. is this giving me UGK vibes or not? Yeah. You know, and then there was a moment where we sit and listen to what we're saying. Yeah. You know, and that's just to make sure that our messages were not mm-hmm. completely different. Mm-hmm. Even though as one third, a lot of times it was. That's what made the group. Mm-hmm. One out of three of us was always different from the other two. Mm-hmm. No one ever knew why the name was one third. It wasn't because we were coming up with some cheesy fraction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Legit, whether it was who, what we're going to eat today, mm-hmm. what beat we want to record first, what we want to mm-hmm. wear at a show, which mm-hmm. show we want to do for the mm-hmm. nights that we had to choose. Mm-hmm. It was always one mm-hmm. out of three of us who were like, okay. no on the other thing. So, I love it. That, I, I was actually <laughs> thinking, like, you know what I'm saying? I was sitting there thinking that maybe it was just due to, you know, um, I thought uh, my rationale behind it, the name made sense because it's three of y'all and y'all each represent one third of the group. Yeah. But maybe that was just too simplistic or too just logical. You know <laughs> and we did. I mean, there was a lot of, actually that way isn't, isn't far from it as well. Because you got to mm-hmm. think about, you had one female rap artist, mm-hmm. you have one male rap artist, mm-hmm. and you have one artist that just does both. <laughs> you know, who does it well. And so, you know, we all meshed together mm-hmm. and made it. You know yeah. what it was. So again, one out of three, one female artist, mm-hmm. one male rap artist. Mm-hmm. All right, then you got one singer. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it, it it was it was fun. I mean, it was the Fuji's that everybody wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you go on, and then you know y'all transition away from that situation, and now you know what I'm saying, just to like. Fail. I love making. I. I ran from making mm-hmm. with my eyes closed. Uh, there was a period of my life where I don't, I don't think I knew who I was anymore. Okay. I had never seen myself without my brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, you try coming home with nothing to show for your success. Mm-hmm. You try coming home to answer to your image. Mm-hmm why that changed who are you Lissa mm-hmm. you know that's that's the wall I ran into yeah who are you now you know who are you now why why did you do that mm-hmm. um that was tough for me yeah. because no one really knew that I was transitioning into a different person mm-hmm. and then a lot of it was a lot of depression too honestly mm-hmm. and that's just me being honest you know I never asked for nobody's sympathy that's you know that's mm-hmm. why I left so I could handle my business and get myself together yeah but there was a period in my life where it set, it really did seem like everybody around me was taking 10 steps forward mm-hmm. and I was taking 10 steps back. Mm. And I didn't want that life and that depression, yeah. that those suicidal thoughts, though that, that therapy I needed, that mental breakdown it took me through. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to carry that with me. Yeah. Um, in the process, um, you hurt yourself yeah. and you hurt the people around you. And there was a period where I literally was running, spindling down this real dark hole, mm-hmm. right? And um, I didn't even know how to answer to who I was now. Mm-hmm. It was, I felt like it was easy for the boys, and that's just my opinion. Yeah. I felt like it was easy because um, it just seemed like we touched down and they just hit the ground running their separate ways. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was just kind of in the back, like, what's really going on right now? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I found out kind of like on an online basis, you know, mm-hmm. that the split had happened. We never had a conversation that we were separating as a group. There was mm-hmm. not a single conversation about that. It was just. No, I'm like, that hurts. Whatever, the, because, oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's y'all as a group making collective decisions and stuff like that. And then to find out that, okay, the dismelling of a group comes online. You're like, what? What? You know, it, it's, it's just something just everybody watched. And, yeah. Yeah. It was just something everybody watched and I couldn't handle it. And so I gained weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some things that happened positively, though. Like mm-hmm. I, like I had some negative things happen. You know, the the mm-hmm. mental, emotional, even physical breakdown happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a moment where my dad, mm-hmm. 
it was my dad actually that said something to me one day that sparked a fire mm -hmm. in me for me to pick it up and just move and figure my life back out. And what he told me before I left making, he said, "You gotta get your respect back." I liked it. He said, "You gotta go. You gotta get your respect back." Mm -hmm. And while I didn't want to swallow that, because me, I want to say I ain't lose no respect. I'm good. Family, mm -hmm. loyal friends, yeah. love me. You know, extended family, they ain't gonna never leave my side. You know, mm -hmm. I wanted to be a little like 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 de defensive against mm -hmm. that at first mm -hmm. um but when i left making that was my time to meditate and so for about five to six you know almost seven years mm -hmm. i was i was gone from making mm -hmm. and that was my meditation period to find out who melissa was again mm -hmm. and in that period as i was developing mm -hmm. and growing into the woman i am now mm -hmm. this is where the fresh market came about okay um i started being more cautious about what I allowed my thoughts to be. Okay. I started being more cautious about what I allowed my body to consume. Mm -hmm. I started being more cautious about my expectations mm -hmm. of what a friend should be, what family should be, mm -hmm. that blood is different, right? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes blood ain't always your closest. And mm -hmm. sometimes the people from the outside who you never saw coming would be the people who helped change your life for real in your mm -hmm. darkest times. And so the fresh market came about in that mindset of me developing is not necessarily a reflection of like most clothing lines. They represent, you know, who you are right mm -hmm. now in this present moment. I'm mm -hmm. confident. I'm mm -hmm. uh, uh, empowered African-American woman. Love mm -hmm. my melanin. You know, you got mm -hmm. all these, you know, being a boys club and all these different mm -hmm. things that represent kind of like this is who we think you are because that's your title. You're wearing it. Mm -hmm. um, for me, the fresh market was a process. Mm -hmm. And it took years, yeah. but it helps remind me of what I need to do to keep moving in a fresh direction. Mm -hmm. So it's like a renewing of your mind, a renewing mm -hmm. of your spirit, a renewing mm -hmm. of just overall your entire being. Yeah. Um, although that transition from, you know, the one third image of me being extremely feminine and, mm -hmm. and that being completely different than who I was like, that's polar to mm -hmm. who I was prior to that and mm -hmm. it actually meshed itself in this process to who I am now and mm -hmm. now I had I learned at that moment to respect womanhood so much more mm -hmm. and so now I'm like pro women in leadership mm -hmm. and you know pro even black women in leadership and mm -hmm. I, I took that personally mm -hmm. even in my career that yeah. I took on in the last seven years and so I've been working mm -hmm. with the company um, and I started off as a store manager, mm -hmm. ran two stores, mm -hmm. became a district manager, mm -hmm. ran an entire state, you mm -hmm. know, had like 50 employees reporting to me, mm -hmm. moved up again to a trainer where I had 300 people reporting to me. I was responsible for a lot and mm -hmm. it meant a lot to me mm -hmm. in that fresh lifestyle mm -hmm. because here I am literally impacting and developing other people around me and preparing a place mm -hmm. for future leaders to come behind me and, and do the same thing. This yeah. young girl from Macon. Mm -hmm. And it's specifically, especially women, mm -hmm. right? In male dominated industries. And yeah. the technology, I was in the tech tech field. I'm in the tech field. And mm -hmm. you know, that is a male dominated industry as well. And I rocked it out. I knocked yeah. down some doors. Yeah. The same way I do with music mm -hmm. as a female artist. And it's all about consistently knocking down those doors. And so mm -hmm. Fresh Market mm -hmm. just reminds me mm -hmm. to just constantly renew yourself every day. And be again cautious about letting go of those toxic yeah. ideas and that toxic lifestyle, and not allowing toxic things to dismantle who you are and who you're mm -hmm. trying to become. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah, you remind me of someone who's innovative and intentional. Very, I'm very intentional. Very intentional. Oh, I yeah. can tell just by the way that you're describing everything. Um, so, like, you know, you have this uh, resurgence, you have this newfound um, idea of what you want to accomplish. So what are you putting out there as far as like, uh, do you like, cause I, I talked to a lot of different business people. Do you, um, are you setting goals for like, you know, so your clothing and your music? Oh yeah. Um, you know, some people are, you know, they're winging it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they just, just want to see how it goes. Just throwing it out there. They're going, they're, <laughs> they're winging it in the, in the sense of, they just want to see what sticks for right now. And then they'll go back and reshape and stuff. But uh, you seem to be more of a strategist. I am. 
I am. I think that being in corporate America, mm -hmm. I spent I've spent the last four years away from making. While I wasn't just away from making, doing nothing, mm -hmm. I've been in corporate America, mm -hmm. and I've learned a lot about business. Mm -hmm. And so now that I'm approaching my career and approaching my fashion line alongside mm -hmm. a designer line that's coming with that as well, mm -hmm. I do have an entire business brand folder. And mm -hmm. I do have a executive summaries mm -hmm. and building out, you know, what my 12 month growth plan looks like and, you know, watching revenue growth margin and also watching your audience and seeing, you know, how and where people demographically are attaching to mm -hmm. what it is you're putting out there. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I am and I'm doing it solely, all me. I, I you know, there's this mm -hmm. thing going around right now that's mm -hmm. like, go get that bag, <laughs> you know. Listen when he got that bag and I brought the bag home and I'm back in making right now yeah. and I'm putting that love, I'm putting that that newness, I'm putting mm -hmm. that support, that live like lifestyle behind mm -hmm. everything I'm doing right now. And I, mm -hmm. I, it couldn't have happened in better timing. I, I used to want it to happen mm -hmm. a year ago. I wanted it to happen when I left the group. You know, I mm -hmm. wanted it to happen when I moved from making. And mm -hmm. sometimes I thought it would happen overnight. Mm -hmm. But I'm actually thankful for my process. Because again, I wouldn't even have, I wouldn't be the strategic person I am now yeah. if I not, had not taken on that career yeah. and built those relationships with people even there that have talents outside of what we were doing mm -hmm. across states. And you know, I had meetings with people out in London who I now connect with constantly mm -hmm. about music. And we started about our business. Mm -hmm. You know, we meet on Wednesdays and now we connect online about all the time, you know. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I am. I am definitely very business minded, mm -hmm. but I also know how to turn it off. Like I'm a fun person. I'm not a stuck up, like mm -hmm. I'm always about business. Like, mm -hmm. nah, like you're hearing my music now. Like I am down with living life, yeah. being proud about your moment, whether mm -hmm. you having fun, mm -hmm. bragging a little bit. Cause you, if you don't do it for yourself, nobody's going to nobody do it for you. It. Exactly. So you got to love you. And mm -hmm. I think that, you know, my music is going to show you a lot of that mm -hmm. confidence that I have now. And it's also if you listen to the lyrics, mm -hmm. you also hear a lot of a lot of like I'm fully representing who I am, mm -hmm. and I love it. Yeah. I know you brought some music to play and stuff like this. Oh so, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Go ahead, you know what I'm saying. Play what you want to play. Okay. Again, you know, for everybody out there who's gonna be catching this, oh, yeah. y'all gonna hear the snippets on y'all side. <laughs> so the actual full song or however yeah. long she gonna play is gonna be edited out. We are, we gonna <laughs> kick into it. We got we got one record I love called Worried About Me. Okay. I'm gonna let you hear Worried About Me. Worried About Me will be a, a single that I'll be mm -hmm. releasing, but it will be on my project that'll be coming out soon. And Worried About Me came about in my, like my first transition coming home. Okay. <laughs> so Worried About Me is about me coming home facing Mm -hmm. The world was what it felt like. You're facing mm -hmm. the world. It always felt like it was me against the world. And I'm I'm responding to Lisa, where you been? Lisa, what's going on? Mm -hmm. You know, w what you're really about right now? And, you know, why they always worried about me? Yeah. Why? Don't worry about me. I'm good. <laughs> I should have been worried about me eight years ago. That's when I needed you to worry about me. Don't worry about me now because I got it together. You know, I got it. I'm good. You know, so let's kick yeah. you off to that. I'll let you hear that for sure. Okay. And let's do it. So I got you. Yeah. I get into the cash now. Bunch of wolves in the background. Begging me to let them tank out. Top five, how they brag about. Time off, but ain't foul out. Run it back like a takeout. They're praying, hoping I would tap out. Bow, bow, bow. Oh, I'm in your city like mad stock. Break that bit down to my last lock. We in that bitch till the fast come, cause I'm on go. Popping my shit till I'm way out of breath, cause I'm on the road. Ain't stuntin' no hater that's talking that talk from the rear. They wanna know what? Rapping like mummies, my chain in my door. Y'all gonna hear snippets, or you just heard some snippets. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. My ears are pleasantly pleased. I, I listen to a lot of music. Oh my god. Yeah. I can put that on repeat. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. Right now. I well, appreciate. I'm for real. I can't wait till you release it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, we we got a a date for that yet, or we do. We, we do. We do. We do. So the fresh market will will be releasing. Um. I'm, I'm shooting to go before September 1st okay. for the clothing. Mm -hmm. um, my music, however, mm -hmm. I'm hoping for middle of August. 
Okay. So I'm thinking like August 15th, August 16th. But, only, um, only reason it's a little bit of a hold up right now, because obviously as a business person, you want to make sure your stuff's lined up, man. You're yeah. not talking to a rookie right now. Yeah. I, I am waiting on a couple of more documents to come in. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting on a couple of more clearances to come through. Yeah. Um, I actually just secured a feature that's pretty big. That's what's up. Right now. That's gonna be on there that I'm waiting on. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, so it's a couple of little things I'm pulling together. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Tony, my cousin, Tony mm -hmm. Fair. He's gonna be shooting, gonna do a video for oh, okay. all the projects, and so I'm gonna have all this stuff ready. And so we've been working. Yeah, like, I ain't seen Tony's. Uh, I ain't seen no videos from him in a while. Oh yeah, he's working, man. Yeah. He's been on it. He actually just celebrated. Shout out to him. He just celebrated, um, I think, over. 4k subscriptions mm -hmm. or something he was celebrating today which is a big deal so yeah. i mean he's been doing commercials and not just yeah music that's anymore. what i'm saying like i saw him moving oh, yeah. in a different direction there's a lot of videographers oh. showing love that i'm gonna be working yeah. with not just him you know but mm -hmm. he he's been you know right there my he's been a big supporter for me even when music wasn't coming out this way for me because mm -hmm. i've been recording all years i didn't mm -hmm. just i didn't leave the mic solely you know thanks to my wife she's mm -hmm. been she threw me in the studio any listen i'm one of those people that if I don't let it out, mm -hmm. move. <laughs> I become very angry, mm -hmm. impatient, you know, you and I don't know it. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, some people say, oh, you, you just being a woman, but no, mm -hmm. in reality, I need to get release. I need to get in the booth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I need to rap. Um, yeah. But there's been some times throughout the last couple of years where I have released a little bit here and there. Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, I've done some stuff with CJ, done stuff with Voice, done stuff with some other artists out there mm -hmm. um, in the Atlanta area. You know, met a lot of different engineers and, you know, allowed different people to record and work mm -hmm. with producer wise. And, you know, so I never really stopped. Yeah. I just didn't, like, we're talking about that commitment piece. Mm -hmm. At the time, I honestly was not ready. And I'm not going to fake it. Yeah. I, I, I knew that coming back out i had to when i was if i was gonna come with it mm -hmm. i gotta really come hard mm -hmm. and come prepared yeah this isn't something i'm testing out yeah this isn't something that i'm new to as of last year mm -hmm. literally music has been a part of who i have who i am mm -hmm. especially to my city and my family and my friends mm -hmm. since middle school yeah so you know and with all that i've experienced and mm -hmm. all the things that i've seen and learned and you know Man, I, you, you really can't afford to just kind of put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. um, you got to be ready. Yeah. And so when this releases come the end of this summer, midsummer, mm -hmm. and the, even on till fall, yeah. it's, it's going to come so well planned out, mm -hmm. strategically put together. I mean, even I'm putting together a marketing rollout. Mm -hmm. I'm putting together, you know, the DJs who have their hands involved. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have different promoters behind me as well, mm -hmm. and getting all of my brand ambassadors together. That's my biggest thing right now for my clothing lines. We're bringing mm -hmm. my band, my brand ambassadors to cut together. We're gonna be cre uh, creating commercials with these brand ambassadors, mm -hmm. and I'll be involving a lot of artists, like making artists too, mm -hmm. you know, um, involved in this process, and so that way when I do come out, it is, it feels new, mm -hmm. even though it'll be a familiar face. Yeah. And if it's not a familiar face, cause obviously I've cut the dress, mm -hmm. went low head cut, now I'm starting back over. Yeah. Um, but the voice will be familiar yeah. to a lot of people. And I think that when you, when that come out, because I have been gone so long, mm -hmm. there's going to be a high bar for Melissa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's just going to have to bring it hard. Mm -hmm. And so it, I'm, I'm actually really proud. And I'm really, really proud to hear that you enjoyed the music because. Oh, yeah, like I, I said, like, you know, yeah. like, I tell people the truth. <laughs> I don't sit there and shoot like, hey, it's lame. Yeah, I'm like, I've had, I literally had, um, I can show you my inbox where people send me stuff. Yeah. And I had this one time, there was a person, he was in Kentucky, oh. and he sent me uh, some music. And I listened to it, I was like, sounds like uh, you're very new at recording. I was like, yeah, that's just like the fifth song or whatever, but it's a hit. Uh, no, sir. You gotta go get some more uh, confidence in your voice, and you gotta understand who you are as an artist. Um, but I get a lot of stuff out, a lot of that all the time. And people know that I built my brand around what independent artists and giving them a platform to uh, push them out there. Because you know, you, I'm like you've seen the system. Yeah. It's major artists, and if you ain't got major backing or something like that, you're really not gonna bubble to the top like you're supposed to, regardless right, of talent. Right, right, right. Um, so I wanna give everybody the opportunity, and the bigger I keep growing the platform, the more recognition they get, and blah, blah, blah. Um, Cause it is a lot, there's a lot of business to it. So you're basically an entrepreneur. 
Um, but I get a whole lot of stuff or whatever, and they're on really, I'm not going to tell people you should pursue something and there's no potential there. Right. It's a waste of time. Yeah. Why waste someone's time or whatever? You know, That's why I've had to terminate here. people before. <laughs> I've yeah. had to tell people, you're not a bad person. Mm -hmm. This may, may, may not just be the best fit for you. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm actually, I thank God every day mm -hmm. for him blessing you with the ability to put words together. And like I, I can tell, this is your gift. That's my superpower. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do a lot of things well. Let my mom tell it. You know, things I touch tend to tend mm -hmm. to turn to gold. But I, I can real, I can like everything else. You could do it because based off of like this though. Like okay, so becoming a manager, sales, all this stuff. That's a you can learn that stuff. Whatever. You can. You can't really learn this. Not the way that you're presenting it. Um, yes, a lot of people can put words together, but just the their articulation with them the enunciation on certain words whatever or even how to put them together to where you know it makes sense and tells a story the passion you cannot teach passion you sure can't you either get it or you don't yeah and that's honest to god um and staying true to yourself and allowing that passion mm -hmm. to shine and exactly. i think that's that's what's helped me create this new music mm -hmm. is i'm finally activating in that mm -hmm. realm of my life mm -hmm. and that's how i knew that light bulb went off and said melissa you're ready Mm -hmm. You thought you were ready, but you're ready now. Mm -hmm. You thought you were ready back then in high mm -hmm. school. You thought you was ready mm -hmm. when you graduated. You thought you was ready with Tokyo Alley and mm -hmm. all these other records that I had put out were out. Mm -hmm. Man, I've never felt this sure. Yeah, I can hear it. And um, just artists, and you're more than an artist, you're a musician too. Because um, I could tell, like you're very in tuned with the entire process and not just like oh let me go find a beat and put some words together and blah 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 you're you're way more in depth to that um and over time you're sharp you have sharpened even what you had at that time you've sharpened it even i can tell if i go back and listen to other stuff i can i'm pretty sure i can hear growth and tell that you're you're comfortable right and musicians perfect over time like yeah. i don't know why we throw away especially in the, the urban department mm -hmm. why we throw away artists right they'll come out and then 10 years later oh they're nobodies no that's 10 years of experience 10 years of sharpening steel yeah and i'm like you don't do that with any other genre so stop doing it with you know what i'm saying hip-hop and rap but you know that we can get to a whole nother experience oh yeah i know stuff, right whatever. um <laughs> that can go down a whole big old rabbit sure hole that I, think it, I think you know what i'm saying it can go there yeah of course um but yeah but i'm 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 excited like yeah. i can't wait till you drop like yeah. that's how like i feel like a I feel like a kid and like hip-hop is reborn you know what yeah. i'm saying no no for real but that's no. how i want people to feel yeah i've always been about people mm-hmm um, I mean, obviously, like we've talked about, you know, like anybody who knows me know that I, I can be very selfless. Mm -hmm. I am human. Mm -hmm. I have had my wrongs mm -hmm. and I've had my honest moments, Yeah. you know, um, but for the most part, you know, everything I do mm -hmm. is for the people around me to feel good yeah. about who they are. And I want people to experience that freshness. Mm -hmm. that new breath of fresh air mm -hmm. i want people to experience that honestly with everything i do yeah um because at the end of the day who we are is mm -hmm. really honestly determined by the people around us mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean i need an entourage i'm not saying that i i need a thousand people in, behind me on stage or that yeah. you know i expect you know millions of people to just be traveling with me or now what i'm saying is that even your fan base just the people who support you mm -hmm. even outside of your fans people who aren't buying your tickets just people that just playing your music or giving opportunities like you are mm -hmm. you know for them to gravitate towards what you're doing and i think that you know when you're just being honest with yourself and mm -hmm. putting yourself out there people will have that reaction and it yeah. does take time yeah. You know, I um, I was scared. I was scared to come out. Like yeah. when I let some here, when I let AD here, um, even when I go home and let my wife here, and I'm always mm -hmm. having this shy moment. If, if yeah. anyone ever talks to Deb, like she'll tell you, Melissa's shy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just when it comes to music, I do care a lot about mm -hmm. what people around me think. Mm -hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, I wouldn't be anybody without the support of you guys, and mm -hmm. um, you have to learn to allow people to give you feedback. Mm -hmm. So that way you can become better. And that doesn't mean you take everybody's advice because 
I, t I took some people's mm -hmm. advice in my mm -hmm. life and it put me in a very bad place. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but you learn to know you know the pros and cons of mm -hmm. different conversations and you know opinions and things like that and you take with you what you feel you need to and mm -hmm. you let the other stuff float <laughs> in yeah. the river where it's supposed to go. Yeah. So I feel good. I, I I'm glad that you um, support it and that mm -hmm. it feels fresh to you. Yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm loving it. Um, it's dope. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I can't wait to come out, but uh, get out of your social media. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Okay, so oh, this yeah. is the part where, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. So, let everybody know, uh, you know, where to go and, you know, to follow on social media, where to go. They want to start yeah, making purchases, supporting all that stuff. Gotcha. So, guys, listen, check me out right now. While there's a lot coming, I do want to let you guys know that you can still connect with me on social media. You can connect with me on TikTok. Everyone's on TikTok. I will be on TikTok a lot more, especially showing off a lot of my different clothing. So while I'm mm -hmm. calling you guys out, I have a, a kids line coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, so shout out to the people with families. I got Fresh Market Kids, right? Um, I have a designer line called Leaf Avilia that will be releasing come winter. This is my designer line. Okay. Um, but as I'm kind of pulling this out, guys, you can check. Boom, we back. We're back up and running. Everyone loves the, the hoochie daddy shorts these days. But yeah, I got those too. Got the hoochie daddy shorts. I got them on today, actually. Um, but yeah, check me out on TikTok. Make sure you follow me on Facebook at Lissa Smith. TikTok, be great or else. And if you are on Instagram, not everybody mm -hmm. is a fan. Like, I have some people who say, I'm on TikTok, but I don't post on Facebook. You got some people who still do Instagram, but don't mm -hmm. do TikTok. Facebook, Lissa Smith. Um, Instagram, Lissa X Smith as well. I will be releasing my official website as well and I, I'm actually going to I love this idea that I have mm -hmm. and I think people are going to love it but my website is going mm -hmm. to be where you're going to find everything mm -hmm. so my website is going to be where you're going to find exclusive like mm -hmm. releases for videos mm -hmm. exclusive releases for you know um, for like my mm -hmm. clothing right yeah. that's also where you're going to find all my videos interviews yeah. right that I do you'll find that there any live broadcasting I'm doing I'm going to actually host from my website so be on the lookout here um, right after august 1st and you guys will find on my page i'm going to start promoting that out there so everyone has a soul place to fall back in love with who i am and mm -hmm. really and if you don't know me welcome um I, I definitely would love your ear and love your support uh but yeah Lissa's coming back out this is coming back out so follow me and let's get connected for sure well ma'am thank you for bringing me your story thank you i appreciate it um i, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it um, like I said, I love the music and all this. So y'all make sure y'all go and support. Um, go and follow all the social media. You know, I'll throw it in there on the editing side as oh, well. Yeah. Um, oh, y'all make sure y'all go and download the Bank Out Radio Show app if you have not. Got to. Um, I'm going to hit that 2000 mark. Uh, but yeah, thank you, man. I mean, you know, definitely, you know, whatever you want me to play, add to the, you know, because the app plays the radio station side as well. And, you know, license by sound exchange. So, you know, it gets you're the first one to capture this with me. Um, <laughs> guys, can I be honest? Nervous, but I'm over here nervous. Why am I nervous? Um, you're the first one capturing this, so of course, you know, I'm going to make sure that you get a lot of love and that, yeah. you know, I make sure that you get um, these songs and, you know, I make sure you get everything you need clean. I'll do some drops for you as well. Yeah, that's what's up. You know, and just to, just to keep things rolling. I'm glad yeah. that we built this relationship. Thank yeah. you for this opportunity, yeah. man. Shout out to Banked Out Radio. See, y'all heard it here first. <laughs> Shout out to Banked Out Radio. They were the first, first to hear me as a solo artist. And so I, I just appreciate you giving me the platform to um, talk about what I'm doing, how yeah. how I've been, what I've come through, what I've experienced. Yeah. And there's a lot more where that come from. And we're going to roll with this music and roll with this line and keep That's going. I'm, and I'm excited for your release. And I, I definitely want to see this marketing plan roll out and everything. Because I've been waiting for someone to do it like... The, the way that you're describing, I've been waiting for some other people to do it that way. But you know, hey, sometimes people got to see it first yeah. in order to follow in the footsteps of. So, yeah. But yeah, y'all go to, you know, y'all check out and y'all definitely support.
check like chess on Melrose. Dressing all black in the corner, rolling Remo. Shotty wanna taste of that. 